Well, good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. It is June 26, 2017. And let me tell you, it's been a while since I've done uh, a podcast over a couple of weeks now. And there's a lot of reasons why. Tons of stuff, as usual, always keeps happening. Um, and the reason why there was a bit of a break was we were getting ready for Supernova. And I wanted to just focus all my attention there. And even though, you know, even doing the podcast doesn't take a lot of my time, it's, I wanted to make sure that my head was in the right place as Supernova was was gearing up. Um, And the reason why I didn't do a podcast straight after Supernova was because I wanted to just wait a little bit. I wanted to get my thoughts together and then I can sort of put them out there instead of my thoughts being full of emotion and not really thinking about some of the things that I was saying. So, yeah. So as I had said a couple of podcasts ago, I forget which episode it was, um, we, myself, uh, my fiance, my son, were going to go supernova. And it was my son's first convention, obviously. Um, You know, he's only four months old. But he uh, was really into into it. He was just looking around everywhere we went uh, when we when we could walk away. Um, but some of the things that that happened was a couple of weeks before that everything was ready. So probably two weeks before, I had everything packed. I had all my books ready in boxes. I had the posters ready to go. I had all my prints ready, and I was just happy to. I just wanted to get out there. I just wanted to get out there. So the Friday comes along, and we, we we go, my fiance and I, and we get to the dome and, you know, I try to look at my registration and get checked off and they go, oh, you're not here, you're in the other building. And my immediate reaction was, well, that's, that's it, I'm fucking done. I'm not doing this shit anymore. If that's, if I'm in another building and I'm not in the main dome, I'm done. That was, that, and that's what I said to the person at the front door. So... We walk through, we go to this this barrack it was. It was a big barrack, don't get me wrong. Oh, bless me. Thank you. Sorry. Um, just sneezed. It was, it was a big barrack. But really what what had happened was just this... Hey, it was like, <coughs> sorry, my fiance is sick at the moment. And she fucking got me sick, didn't she? Um, through this whole thing. So that was fun. <laughs> So I'm trying to get through a cold, whilst at the same time trying not to take days off work. So, yeah, it's not, not, not the best time at the moment, but that's winter for you. Everyone gets the sniffles. Um, so we move into this big barrack, and I look at where I'm, I, I go to where my table is to check in, and, um, and someone's already at my table. And I'm like, why is someone at my table? Like, why are you there? And they go, oh, because someone else took my table. And I go, well, why the hell did you take mine? Anyway, so I had to go get that sorted out, and what happened was that the volunteers were just fucking shit, didn't care. There's very few um, volunteers who do a good work. Um, And so they just sort of told me, oh, look, can you just go where she was? And I go, well, no, that's not what I fucking paid for. this year I paid for two tables and I had banners, banner drapes um, that was that I had on the wall. So we had one section that we divided it up uh, into Vengador, so your superhero stories. 
I had original artwork from the series for sale. I thought that that would be good to see if people would be interested in buying it. I had about 20, 20 original pages. Unfortunately, only uh, one or two got sold. Um, but, you know, no one wants original ideas, it seems now. The market just wants fucking artwork of fucking Batman and people to, you know, fan art shit. It's like, seriously, when are the conventions going to pull the finger out of the asses? And unless they've actually worked at that company, they can't draw that character and they can't fucking go and make money off it. Like, that's just bullshit. Hands down. Like, and I walked around people and I said, that's just bullshit. Right? Um... And I, I spoke to a lot of fellow creators that were there, and they had the same feelings with me. So then the next section was my female-led series. Um, so I had original artwork again for Zero Day Threat. I showed concept art for issue two. We had Zero Day Threat there for sale. And that was probably the second best book that sold. Um, it did, did good. I was happy with it. Um, then we had A Fractured Mind. We had all four issues out. Uh, so we did that. <laughs> Um, and then I had pages from Jada Williams as well, had the first four pages coloured and inked, so it should show that, that journey of bringing a new series to life. And then we had my kids section, so we had Spooks College and then Time Box as well. And Spooks College, I think we saw a couple of copies there, it wasn't a lot, but we got a lot of attention. So a lot of kids were drawn to Spooks College, which I got all the copies, all the proofs um, from the publisher two weeks prior and these look magnificent these books are absolutely magnificent um, I've been lucky enough that people at work have wanted to buy a bunch of copies which is really good um, but you know overall the convention was poor I think you know Supernova has really lost its touch its love this year they were going under the banner of Supernova Comic Con and gaming but there was no comics at all um the gaming, fuck yeah, there's gaming. So Friday night, it was dead, completely dead. I was shocked. Um, I think I only made two sales. My whole alley was was dead, and I took photos. People were, you know, asking where I was. Uh, put it on social media what my table was, where we were, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it was dead. It was dead for everyone. Then I went into the dome, and to my surprise. They had replaced all of Artist Alley with fucking carnival games this year. Carnival games. Like, literally, like, something that you would fucking see at a carnival, you know, pay you five bucks and throw a ball at a bunch of tins. But because the tins had Batman on them, oh, that classified as, yeah, that's a good space for you. Like, what the fuck was that shit? And I was absolutely appalled to see it and frustrated again at this, this, where I'm seeing the convention scene go. Anyway, you know what, so I let it go. I was like, this is just bullshit. So hopefully they do right and they advertise us properly in the artist alley. So then uh, Saturday came and again, it's fucking dead till 1, 1 p.m. It's just dead. And I'm looking around, I even walked around and was talking to him like, how are you going? And everyone's like, it's just dead. Like, it was absolutely shocking to see how bad it was. I had people contact me on social media asking me where we were because they were looking for my table. Um, I had people coming up to me saying, we didn't even know this area was here. Like, there's no signage, there's no advertisement. We didn't know. We thought they got rid of Artist Alley. I heard that from over 10 people the entire weekend, that they thought they got rid of us. They got rid of Artist Alley. 
And it was so fucking frustrating to hear that. And I felt really bad for the attendees. And then I, I, I'm shocked because, let me tell you, I bought two tables this year. I was going to go full out at this convention. This was meant to be my convention. And I didn't even make anything that I should have made. I lost a shitload of money at this convention this year. And if I knew that we were going to be in barracks, I would not have bought two tables. I wouldn't have done it at all. And on the Sunday, I walked past the barracks outside and they had a sign called The Alley, but it was written on a piece of A4 paper. And you can see it on my Facebook page, my Instagram. It was a shit, like you couldn't see it. It was just like, this shows that the convention doesn't care about us anymore as artists. And then I walk in to the convention into the Artist Alley area and they have a band that fucking got from the US. They have a guest spot. They have a band, right? They, they, they're fucking warming up, doing their sound checks, and it's loud. And where I was located, I couldn't talk to the people next to me because it was so loud. Like you could be a foot away from me and I couldn't hear you at all. And like, that's not me just joking or anything about that. I'm serious, I could not hear you. And then they started to play during the day at their spot. And I couldn't hear any of the customers that were coming to my table. I lost sales because of it. I walked around and they were playing to 10 people. I took a photo of this, it was bullshit. I looked at some of the guests again that they had. And again, it's like some people they have is very questionable around some of their talents. There's only a very few people that I would put my hat off to and sort of say, yep, yeah, you, you deserve it. Um, but some people they just put in there just as a face. And it's really frustrating because it seems that it's no longer around how well you write. It's just what ethnicity you are. That's what I'm sort of feeling at the moment. You know, it's what ethnicity, it's what gender you are. And the whole entire scene, scene seems to be flipped. So the overall experience for me at Supernova this year was absolutely shit. And I was talking to other people and their morals were down. They were just so down. So I know Oz Comic Con was, uh, I think, like the other week uh, in Melbourne. So I'm waiting to hear back from a friend of mine to, to see how that went. Um, I'm hoping that that convention does better. But I went around and I spoke to a whole bunch of people. And I said, look, I think it's, it's showing that this convention is now just changed. It's no longer around artists. It's not about the comics. It's just around fucking fan art. And it's all around bloody bow ties and shit. Guys, we can bitch about this. Oh, by the way, and I'm going to send an email to Supernova asking for my money back. As a customer, I'm entitled to get my money back based around the poor results, based around the poor convention type. It was absolutely shocking, very disappointed again. Um, I've been going to that convention for over 10 years as a customer, and I'm now at the point where I doubt I will go again. There's no point in spending money at that place because you know what? I get treated so bad. I get treated poorly by vendors. I get treated poorly by comic book stores that I go to who refuse to put my work up, but yet they'll put someone else's up because uh, they want to show diversity. Yet, I'm getting opportunities overseas again. Now, I cannot wait for Long Beach Comic Con in the US. I got asked if I could go to Singapore as well, Singapore Toys and um, Toys 
from comics convention. Unfortunately, that's the same time as my honeymoon, so I just can't attend. But I'm shocked to, to see this um, happen. I'm very frustrated. So I'm probably going to start looking at going overseas. You know? the, money, the amount of money that you put into a supernova table, just take it, go overseas, have a holiday. You know what? And you're going to do better there anyway because that's the market. For me, my goals aren't the Australia. It's not. It's no market here. There's no life and it's dead. Like, it's just dead. Like, people dress like fucking, you know, Red Hood from Batman. But do you even know the story? Do you even read the comics? No. It, there's so much of that shit, I see. And it frustrates me a lot. So it's best not to even worry about it anymore. I was saying to the guys, we can bitch about all of this. We can bitch about it. Or we have a great opportunity to do something different here. So I said to him, hey, guys, why don't we just do our own convention? Fuck, fuck this. Fuck all these big conventions. We go back to the roots. And it's just writers and artists. There's no fan art. There's no this. There's no that. It's original artwork, and it's going to be all independent artists. And I said, you guys with me. Because if you're with me, I ain't doing this convention again, ever. And you know what? We all work on it. And it was a group of 10 of us. And everyone was like, yeah, we're going to fucking do it. So when you do your own convention, you know the first year is going to be shit. The second year might be shit. But it's that third and fourth year where you're going to see growth. So I can't wait to do that. I don't care if no one shows. I'm just going to be happy to do it. That's all, that's all I can say is to organize to do an independent convention. Because that's, you know, that's going to be really where um, you find those true fans. But enough about all of those things. I make it sound like it was all doom and gloom. One of the best things I do love about Supernova is seeing fans who I've met for years and years um, who keep coming back. And it was great to see people who two years ago came to Supernova, bought the first issue of Refractured Mind. Last year they came, they got issue two of Refractured Mind, and they came to me again. They go, oh my God, you finished it. You got three and four out. I'm like, yeah, like, man, we're gonna, we just read issue one and two last night. We came here, and you know what? We're going three and four. We're going to read it tonight and let you know. And I got that like probably 15 times from people. And it's, it's those people that make you want to come back. But, you know, if you, look, if you start looking at the data, the business sense, it doesn't make sense to do it for 15 people. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. But, look, I had a blast with my son walking around. I had a blast... Uh, with my fiance, um, all I can say now is I'm looking forward to new opportunities, and that's pretty much it. On a plus note, other things that have been going on: a Fraction Mind issue one is out on Comicsology. It is there for a dollar ninety nine. A fucking a fucking bargain, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Comicsology, type in a Fraction Mind, type in James Galati, and get the first issue today. All right, do yourself a favor. If you've not read the series, this is a great opportunity to read it. I had a go at picking it up. I tell you what, it looks magnificent. Reading it on your phone, reading it on your iPad, reading it on your bloody laptop, on your tablet, whatever you do, and you look at it and you go through guided view. It's like a fucking cinema. It's like a cinema experience for you. It's absolutely amazing. So that's that's the plus side. I'm still working on Zero Day Threat. I've written my page breakdowns for issue three. It's all positive. Um, getting it checked by my editors. Written a synopsis for issue four. 
I've reworded it all, so looking forward to seeing what happens there and seeing what feedback and notes I get around that. But a lot of other things that are going to be coming up on the horizon. I think right now it's still in collecting my thought mode, but I'm looking forward to Long Beach Comic Con. I'm working on what my panel is going to be like. I'm trying to look at where I'm going to be on the floor plan. It'll be, it's really exciting when I look at some of the names that I'm next to. You know, I'm really stoked that I'm going to be doing a convention next to Dave Gibbons. Um, I can't believe it. It's, I'm still shocked by it, so I can't wait. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to me throughout this um, this entire series. I will keep doing it. I'll make sure it's a weekly podcast again, and I'll get back on top of things. I want to thank you very much for listening to me, and I look forward to our next session. Cheers. Bye-bye.